There has been a lot of talk over the last 11 months about how pastors, churches, and individual Christians ought to respond to authority. I have to say that on this discussion, I am a little conflicted. It isn't that I don't understand the perspectives on really the, the polar opposite ends of the discussion, or even the many points of discussion along the spectrum between these two poles. I have a background in rhetoric and debate, so I believe I could argue either side and I would be able to use scripture to defend each of the arguments for both sides. But that doesn't really ease the conflict for me. One group might say we are obligated to stand and defend our God-given and constitutionally protected rights for liberty. The other will respond we must submit to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake. It really is challenging when there does not appear to be a clear-cut definitive answer for one view over the other. Now, of course, those that are thoroughly convinced of their position on either side of this debate, you might already be arguing with me in your own mind. You are convinced that there is no plausible way to argue against your view. But if you're unable to see the counterpoints to your view, you're probably guilty of strawmanning your opponent's view. In Jesus's day, the Pharisees and the Herodians were two groups that were about as far apart as you could be, especially politically. One would have argued for their liberty as God's people, while the other would have argued for submission to authority, the authority of Herod and of Rome. And while they disagreed on virtually every point, they both agreed that Jesus caused problems for their group. So they plotted together to take him down. And they were convinced that they had a watertight method for taking him down. They came to him united together probably united on no other point but their disagreement or dislike for Jesus. So they come to Jesus, united together, and they asked him, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? This was a major issue. And so if Jesus said no, then he would have a problem with Rome, and the Herodians would make sure that the authorities were notified of his seditious, insurrectionary views. But if he said yes, then he would have a problem with the populace, the people, and the religious establishment of his day. They detested the oppressive and imperialistic Roman rule over them, the occupation of Rome. So Jesus was in a bit of a catch-22. And the Pharisees and the Herodians that came to him with the question, they could see no way out for Jesus. They figured they had him completely trapped. But Jesus wouldn't be trapped. And so he asked them, why do you test me? And then he said, show me some of the money that you use for paying the tax. And so they brought to him the money of the day. And he asked them, whose image and whose inscription is this? And they responded, Caesar's. And so Jesus said, render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and render unto God the things that are God's. When they heard that, they marveled. How should the Christian respond to authority? Render, therefore, 
to all their due, taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs are due, fear to whom fear is due, honor to whom honor is due. We don't like answers like that. And my stubborn side, my rebellious side, and I certainly have a stubborn and rebellious side, my stubborn rebellious flesh wants a proof text for my rebellion that will give me some sort of justification for my rebellion. But try as hard as I have. I have yet to find any sanction in scripture for my carnal nature. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.